0: Hello, and welcome to the simp to Temp podcast. I am your host, Max, and with me
1: is a special guest, Cameron. Nice to meet you. Anybody listening, watching? Yep. Uh, Cameron is
0: a good friend of mine that I've met over the past year or so now. I'd year or so. Been about a year. Met now. Yep. He is a uh, streamer. Yeah, he is an accomplished streamer. He actually just did a, a tournament yesterday. Do uh, you want to talk about that?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so I stream on Twitch, uh, OG underscore Skrax, S-K-R-A-X-X, in case anybody's interested. Uh, I mainly stream a lot of RPGs. I think the main game I stream is Kingdom Hearts, though. So I do a lot of speedruns, challenge runs, stuff like that. And then uh, specifically what we did last night was uh, rando. In case anybody doesn't know what rando is, it's basically all of the items and everything in the game is randomized and you just pop into a seed and find certain items to beat the game and then you just go as fast as you can. We had a little tournament last night for charity, actually. It's a big charity thing going on for the whole situation with Russia and Ukraine and such. But a guy was able to, he have been planning it out for a while, but he was able to get together, I think 70 people total and it was participating like playing yeah like fully participate last night in the actual qualifier i think we only had like 45 people ish and then it was uh i think uh, some people can participate a little bit before, a little bit after they can't make the actual qualifier so total was about 70 but it was pretty good and we had a huge turnout i think he made about two plus two plus grand for charity last night just in the qualifier and that's only day one so even more to come with that and so if anybody's interested, please do go check that out. It's uh for his channel if you don't mind me. Yeah. Yeah. His channel it. is uh Roro Maniac eight. Please do go check that out because it's a huge thing for charity. We'd like to spread the word on that. But other than that it was it was really fun. I got uh ended up pulling out sixth place last night, which That's is huge. which is crazy. I mean it was about twenty seven minutes was my time. The fastest guy was about twenty two minutes, which is even crazier. Usually don't get a lot of seeds like that. Usually they're about an hour to an hour and a half, but uh we call them shotgun seats, which is basically <laughs> just like you get somewhere just go, 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 you find the items and you're in there and out in less than like thirty minutes. And you complete the entire game. Yeah, like it basically the stream. entire game, but the main thing is just the final fights. Yes, yeah, so you do the final fights. Yeah. Okay. So but it was it was good. I mean, like I so said, we raised a lot of money just last night and um there's still more to come as far as the actual like tournament bracket and stuff like that. But I did fully qualify for that. So um if anybody's interested in that, please go check it out. But other than that, I mean I do stream other things I know we uh let's see we just did a little bit of Hogwarts Legacy recently mm-hmm. that was really fun. Uh, How is
0: that game? I still haven't played it yet.
1: Dude, it's fucking amazing. Everybody's actually. saying it's really good. Yeah, I mean I'm a huge Harry Potter fan anyway, so that's obviously a little biased towards that. But as far as the actual like combat and exploration of the game, it's a lot better than most people would think that it is. Mm-hmm. And I mean I know there's a lot of whole controversy with the game. Yeah, there is. Uh, but regardless yeah. of all that shit, it's mm-hmm. it's actually a really fun game. I, I do recommend anybody to try it. It's pretty fun. It seems like, uh, you know, like a Grand Theft
0: Auto, maybe a Red Dead Redemption, but in the, uh in would, the Hogwarts world. Yeah, versus. I would
1: actually, uh, pretty uh, relative relate to like stuff like Red Dead and stuff because mm-hmm. it's fully open world, and yeah. there's like there's side quests, there's main quests, there's like RPG elements that you can do. You could you mean you create your own character and stuff, and you can customize them however you want and stuff. Obviously, Red Dead has its own like main character story and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a fully immersive open world RPG kind of thing in the Harry Potter universe. It's the it's the Harry Potter game every Harry Potter fan has been waiting since they were seven years old. That's whatever. Awesome. Do you play? Can you play other people in it? You can't actually. You that can't, is yeah. one side thing about that. I know a lot of people were actually complaining about when the game was first coming out. Mm. Um, but it, regardless, it's still a huge game. I know like a lot of people do want multiplayer though. It would be fun if you could have multiplayer.
0: Yeah, but that's probably, that's it's, probably super complicated. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to think of on the
1: development side. I mean, it would take them, I mean, shit, probably another year to develop something like that, and especially they had to get the quirks down to it. I mean, it'll probably be like an add-on or something. It would they, have to be, like yeah. a DLC or something like that, or just like a free update if they wanted to do something like that. That'd be cool. It would be. Um,
0: some other things mm-hmm. that you are really good at, mm-hmm. if you, unless you wanted to keep... Uh, I was going to say, you're in the Army. You're also... I was in the Army. You, not you currently. Are, okay. Well,
1: I guess technically currently I'm in the Army. I wish we could, we could talk about that, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I was in the Army for a bit. Uh, I was about three, three three and a half years-ish. I enlisted right after high school because I was very patriotic. I okay. wanted to serve my country and stuff. Ended up not really liking how things were in there, so I finished my contract and got out. I'm, st- I'm technically still... Under contract, I put it in air quotes because like I don't do anything for the military, but if we were to go into like World War III right now, they could call me back. Oh. It's, it's a thing because the way that it works is when you sign up, you have to serve, a serve like I said, air quotes, a minimum of eight years. But like active duty just depends on your contract, however long you sign up. But basically, the way it works, however long you sign up for active duty, once you're done with that, the rest of that time, so it's, I think five years for me, if I do the math, mm. I'm under inactive <laughs> reserves what it's called. So. so you're, because it's
0: eight years, you yeah. have, like, technically it's there, but you
1: signed up, like, mm-hmm. three years ago. It was back in 2017. 2017, like, Yeah. So. Okay, so six years. I got out in the year of 2020, uh, towards the end of the year. So now we're coming up almost three years since I got out, which is crazy to think about, actually, because I spent so much of my life, <laughs> early life in there. Um, but basically, you're... 2025, then I will. Yeah, it's getting a little hot. Yeah, it's <laughs> getting a little hot. But, uh, yeah, year 2025 will be, like, fully off-contract. They can't call me back no matter what. But, I mean, even with, like, yeah, inactive reserves, it's inactive for a reason. They're only going to call you back if they literally need the troops for anything yeah. serious.
0: I mean, if something like that were to go down, mm-hmm. like the World War Three. I mean, Russia's kind of picking up steam right now with Ukraine.
1: It is, and I mean, to be honest, like, a, from a personal standpoint, it has worried me a little bit, you know yeah, I mean it's it's probably the most serious thing that's happened in a long time. I don't think anything will ever come up unless you know Russia and us get to like an actual like a one on one kind of thing because mm-hmm. of it, but with the current situation of it, I don't think anything that serious will come up with it, but it's definitely probably the more serious thing that's happened since. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's on everybody's radar. It's been on everybody's oh, radar for a long time. For a while. I mean, just going back to the Twitch thing earlier, like yeah. the whole charity thing that uh, – the charity tournament that I did, it's, it's for the Ukraine situation. We raised like two, over $2,000 for to help out Ukraine. So.
0: I'm going to put your name and probably that guy's name in the description for this video. Sounds good. But uh, just for clarity, you were um, – K, you're like, Scrax? Yeah, Scrax. Scrax yeah, Scrax. OG underscore Scrax. OG Scrax. I'll give you the information. Okay. If you want me to. And the guy's name was like Rom-Rom or something? It was ro maniac ro maniac yeah. And hit, what was the tournament name?
1: It was uh, Fresh Faces for Rando. Fresh Faces for yeah. Rando. Okay. It was basically a way to get a whole bunch of new people and a whole bunch of uh, experienced people like all together. It, uh-huh. was, it was huge. Um, Damn. But yeah, now the military, it was crazy, man. I mean. Like I said, I joined in uh, 2017, right out of high school. I graduated, and I think I early enlisted, actually. And I think I know I did. I was just remembering. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I early enlisted in December of 2016, and then I fully enlisted when I got out of high school and stuff went off. I was a combat engineer, if anybody knows much. Also, you're not on. Oh, we we But uh, I was a combat engineer, if anybody is interested in that. So 12 Bravo. Basically, what we do is kind of, like, breach enemies. If they have, like, obstacles and stuff like that, we can breach those. If we create obstacles to keep the enemies from getting to us. And then a whole bunch of other, like, like, small stuff. Like, in,
0: like, so in a firefighter, like, in a campaign, you would be creating the uh,
1: obstacles? Basically. I mean, that's a big point of what we do. But, like, I I guess the easiest way to dumb it down is we're infantry but with explosives, if that makes (laughs) any sense. Damn. We do a lot of the same stuff that infantry does, um, but uh we also integrate, like I said, the obstacle situation where taking down obstacles or creating new ones. That's like one of my fa- one of my favorite ones that I like was uh it's called a shape and crater charge. It's probably the biggest one of the biggest explosives I've ever seen, but basically the way you do is uh you have a shape charge, which is just like a big cone mm-hmm. and you uh you prime that from the top and the cone's at the bottom and it just blows like a I want to say like- three, four foot hole in the ground. <laughs> Uh, to weaken the ground basically and then what you do with that is you place the crater charge in the hole that you just made with the shape charge prime that up blow that off and it creates like a 15 foot hole oh my god in the ground and that's
0: like within that's like pretty fast oh yeah like it you
1: you're trained to do it fast at least i wouldn't i I don't know exactly how fast you can do it it really just depends on how many people you have what kind of stuff you have on you at the time but i mean it's it still takes a bit to set up but regardless it like it's it's a huge explosion like it like it's made to prevent tanks from going across <laughs> oh, the road because they won't be, I mean, tanks are good with like climbing a whole bunch of stuff but basically it'll yeah. make them like just get stuck in that hole if
0: they try to do it wow yeah 15 feet
1: is pretty it's huge substantial. Yeah. Yeah. it's probably like a 15 by 15 too yeah it's, oh my god it's huge feet down. that's funny that was a uh, huge. I mean, even in uh, it was fun in basic training. I got to blow that up too. Like, uh-huh. yeah, it was. Yeah, not not everybody gets chosen, obviously, to do that. I was mm-hmm. just lucky enough to do that, But it was it the was first good. one I ever got to see. Damn. So that was really fun. I think. Uh, I think the only other big. This is a funny story. So I said the only other big explosion that I ever had, bigger explosion I had saw, was uh we were it was my first demo range when I actually got in like out of basic training at my duty station. We were going to the demo range, and uh, the. Say, like the armory I, I can't remember exactly what they were called um I think they had an actual like term for what they were called for the like actual explosive stuff but wait basically they give us all the ammo oh, wait, explosive man. anything yeah. that we need for a demo range or a range period um they gave us a whole bunch of extra c4 I mean like by the time we got done with all our training stuff for the day we had like 150 blocks of c4 and for information a block c4 is about like I'd say about that wa- that long about that wide and then about that thick so about an inch thick, I would say. And you have about 150 of those. And at the end of it, this uh, staff sergeant that was running it at the time, he was like, listen, it's a lot bit more of a bitch to turn it in than it is to just blow it up. So if they're going to give it to me, we're going to blow it up. Oh, man. And he he wanted to tape all 150 blocks into one, just one block. <laughs> one huge. One just, huge cube of explosion. <laughs> but went. the the lieutenant on uh, duty at the time, she was like, no, we're not. That's That's too much of a safety hazard. We can do... Three separate blocks of fifty, so that's what we ended up doing. And I uh, that was that was probably the biggest push I've ever yeah. seen because we we placed they look each like little block. Bricks yeah, I they mean it's just like, it's just like a big cube at that point. Yeah, the way oh, you tape man. it up, there's about fifty into each one, and then three we just we just blew them all up at the same time, but like obviously separated the part though. Oh, it was so yeah. big, so like we, you have a. Uh, demo shelter that you sit in. Obviously, when you do stuff like that for any debris that happens to come, right? But it's it's a good like quarter to half a mile away from the explosion. It's pretty far. I'd say about a quarter mile. I don't know about a half a mile. <laughs> uh, maybe somewhere in between. But it's a good while away. Yeah. And that that explosion sent debris so far. It landed right in front of the shelter. No way. It, like it landed right in front of us. Oh my god! It's like in the middle of the desert too. Well, I don't know about the desert, but it's a, it's a big open area. Yeah, where area. I was wasn't a desert. It depends okay. on where you're stationed. Damn. Yeah, I was stationed out in uh, uh, Kentucky, actually, Fort Campbell. If anybody oh, is okay. curious,
0: cool, cool, cool. A lot cool of trees and stuff out there. So.
1: Damn. So one of the things that people
0: get out of the military is, um, and I kind of noticed this in college, is mm-hmm. this brotherhood uh, sense. This oh, one hundred like You're you like
1: have a newfound respect for. Everybody you're working with, I I probably made some of the closest friends when I was in the military than I have ever made in my life. Yeah, and that's simply due to the fact that like you're you're getting close to these guys because you want to be able to take care of them like they're your family when you're out there in the middle of the shit. You know, oh yeah, man. Like you're supposed to care for them. I mean, obviously you still have people that you don't like. It's gonna happen. It's (laughs) a workplace. Any workplace, you're gonna have people you like and people you don't like. But the people that you do like and the people that you create those bonds with, it's insane how like crazy close that you get to these guys yeah
0: i feel like having that is such a developmental part of like being like of the human experience of being a man Mm -hmm. just like you have to care about things especially like i fully agree your family and you know protecting like loved ones people you care about and then like going into a fight or like preparing yourself to get i
1: I think it's just good as a human being to have something that you care about enough to fight for in life you know Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't have anything like that to, I guess, protect or like, if you don't have a purpose, I guess, you you know what right. I mean? Yeah. You're just by yourself, not really doing anything. It's, it's, it's kind of like lonely, if yeah. that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. And I it's, think there is a lot of people struggling with that. It is. And I feel you know, go bad for people. But there yeah. is people yeah. that you deal with to, that. Off.
0: The thing is, you got to find it. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's, it's not you. easy either, yeah. but
1: it definitely is something that a lot of people struggle with. And some people are very antisocial. Some people don't like hanging out with people, but I just, I, I'm personally on the opposite. Opposite end of that spectrum, where I like to have those close bonds. I like to, you know, get oh, to know yeah, the man. people that I'm with and stuff.
0: I like that too. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it makes work go by faster. I think it, it makes
1: just like your purpose it, seem more grounded. It even makes it like some of the shittier aspects of like what you're dealing with just a little bit less because you have those people to deal with it with. I mean, I still talk to a lot of those guys to this day. Oh. I think I've been. I've, like I said, I've been out for like almost three years now, and I still talk to them. Yeah, still try to keep up with them when I can. You brought them uh to your wedding or anything like that i invited a lot of them um they weren't able to make it because it's kind of like a uh oh yeah we didn't even mention that i got married last year uh (laughs) congratulations yeah thank you and you are you're 23 i'm 23 years old about to be 24 in may oh man dude so no kids married man just a married man we do have a cat i I think that's uh considered a child to a lot of pet owners (laughs) he's he's about as wild as a toddler so i think that's great to do he's fucking oh my god he's a pain in my ass we uh I mean, I love him. He's a good pet and all, but a lot of times he, he he's a cat. He messes things up. Stuff. Like like his thing right now is he likes to just, his water bowl, he'll just scoop it out and just no. dump water on the ground. And oh then my God. I have to clean it up or like my wife has to clean it up or so. And it was On I mean, the he, carpet or it's... Oh, well, we moved it to hardwood floor, but it oh was good. on the carpet for a while. Cause oh we, and we knew that like, if he's going to continue this. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, did, I got married last year. So, I mean, I did invite some of them to the wedding. Uh, they weren't able to make it. It was kind of like a... I mean, we planned the wedding in like four months because it was it was just a, a hectic just, time. Yeah. And it was uh, I think uh, my sister-in-law was also getting married the same year, oh, so it wow. was like two weddings had to be planned under the same kind of same parents. It's, yeah. So it was pretty hectic. Um, it was kind of last minute for a lot of things, but I still talked to them. I mean, I still try to keep up with them. Not everybody's still in. A lot of people are still in. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just. What are they saying about it? Are they worried about the war at all? Or are they worried about? Some people are. I mean, a lot of people are. Like, I mean, even me. It's like if 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 push comes to shove, yeah, I'll go back. Try to, oh know, yeah. I mean, I signed up to fight for the country. I mean, I would definitely honor that if I need to. But uh, I think the biggest thing is we all still complain about how the military is right now. It's mm-hmm. just such a. And I, I don't want to, get, want to get too into it publicly, I guess. But um, it's such a or unorganized organization nowadays depending on where you go i've heard there's a lot of different places i think my personal like my company battalion brigade i was in um just personally wasn't that good just a bunch of leadership that was more concerned about themselves and their own progression than they were about the people that were under them which is in my opinion is the worst trait that you can have as a leader in the military i mean oh my god yeah probably the biggest thing that you should be about is the people that are under you you're supposed to lead those people and take care of them as if shit hits the fan Exactly, but uh, a lot of people are just not about that anymore. It's more about like the the yeah, politics God. of it, I guess you could say. People are just more it's concerned concerned about their own pro- yeah. own progression, and that's why I got out personally. It just wasn't for me about that. I mean, there there was a good, I think there was a good three or four months in there. I remember it. It was back. I think it was like twenty eighteen, where I was under a great leader, had great teammates, great uh, team leads, everything everybody was great everybody did their job nobody was a dick nobody was selfish or anything like that and I was like if my entire army career could be like this I would reenlist every single time yeah unfortunately that only lasted like I said about four months <laughs> but uh, yeah it's definitely a hectic situation now it's not for everybody I, uh, I if you I, I highly recommend any, if anybody's interested in joining the military definitely say for yourself don't take anybody's experience for yourself because everybody has a different experience it depends on where you go. Who you're under, what job you are—I mean, it really yeah. just depends on what everything that you pick, and it, that's a big factor into it. I mean, I picked a combat job, so that's obviously a uh, stressful job. So. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, it, was, it just depends. I definitely recommend anybody to try it. But just speaking from a perspective, it, that is a lot tends to be a lot of it. I right would now. say uh,
0: also, just piggybacking off of that, mm-hmm. the uh, government in general kind of has this leadership issue right now where oh, they just kind of yeah I was working with Raytheon they subcontract with the government mm-hmm. for military uh things military like equipment mm-hmm. radios was specifically what I was doing but Raytheon's more of the rocket size side and Lockheed and all these they have um like there's so much wasted just time wasted energy wasted Wasted money mm-hmm. being used like by all these by like the leaders because they just don't care mm-hmm. about how they they just want more money they want to convince other parts of the government to give them more money yeah. instead of just trying to get uh trying to create an efficient uh system mm-hmm. and they like that's just universally
1: yeah, it seems so. to be a lot of the government right now, it yeah. seems to be a lot of the world right now, to oh be I yeah, mean even our own work aspect right now sense, something. So. A lot smaller scale it still just seems to be like that i mean it's like i mean i get it it's the world you know people yeah. are going to be like that but it seems to be just a whole bunch of uh it's sad to see man Yeah, you know, people that just don't care about anybody I it guess just you makes say. you makes you don't want to work you don't exactly work yeah it's it. it's a huge motivation killer i mean it, i mean personally i mean personally for me whenever i have a place where i know that it's a good place leadership actually cares about you there's actually a chance for a good work like progression or whatever you want to call it, then, yeah, it makes you want to work harder. When, when morale is up, it makes you want to work harder. But when it's down and they just don't give a crap about it going up, then you don't work as hard. It's just how it is. Yeah.
0: I mean, it just goes into who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that even you should you should take that part of work and everything and, mm-hmm. like, project that into your life and be like, okay, I don't want that to happen mm-hmm. in my own personal life. Like, I don't want me not caring about everything and not – liking people and just trying to backstab people or do yeah, like all this crazy shit in your own personal life you are you're reaping what you're selling yeah exactly
1: i, I you mean have. you know you you get what you want in the in the short term i guess but in the long run i really think that you just you don't benefit overall no and it's kind of like i mean I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about you know that 32 uh, hour work week thing that's been going on. I've heard. It's I a, think
0: that's a book or something, right?
1: It, well, no, it's a it's a test. I think I can't remember exactly. It was over. I think in Europe, uh, it was not over here in the East, in the states. But it was a test they did for for a while. I don't remember how long, but it was for a good while. They did a 32 hour work week, which is where the, you know you instead yeah. of a 40 hour work week like we have now, you do 32 yeah. hours. Basically, have an extra that third day off of the week. Mm-hmm. And not only was morale boosted, but also production was was boosted. Oh, dear, so man. even though you have eight hours less in the week. Production was still boosted because people were happier and people were working harder.
0: Mm.
1: And yeah. it, it's funny that you it's have almost. actual math go and, and like experiments going into stuff like that to show the proof that it works. Uh-huh. That if you get morale up, work does increase. But then people are just like, "No, look at the math of it. Forty oh. left like eight less hours. No, you're you're not as productive." It's almost more about control at this point, then. I think so. Yeah. Than how people are like. Oh, dude, p- power is a dangerous thing. Like. Oh. When you, a lot of people don't know how to handle power. Like they don't, they don't know how to understand what you're supposed to do with it and how you're supposed to handle it because they, they just say like, they take their position they that they have these... and they just abuse it. One hundred percent,
0: all the time. That's so sad, man. It's like this envious thing. Somebody sees somebody else had some sort of power, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh well, if I had that power, I would just run havoc." Mm-hmm. And then they get it, and they li- by doing all this manipulation, all mm-hmm. this lying to to finally get in that seat. And they get backstabbed
1: immediately. You can look through history and they do the same thing. Oh, all the time. Yeah. That's why I was saying like you in a, in a world of a whole bunch of backstabbers and stuff as people, nobody wins. <laughs> I mean this is how it is everybody's no, only no. out for themselves, so nobody really wins. No. That's cause... why I'm finding honest people that are true to their
0: word mm-hmm. and or men that like, you know, they say something and they do it, it's very valuable. Very oh, valuable yeah. skill man. Um <clears throat> yeah, I thought I'd mention that. One of the things that really we did was I did one of your bachelor parties because it was so fast.
1: Oh, yeah, if we were going to talk about that, yeah. Yeah. So we, we mentioned earlier I got married last year, so obviously I knew a lot of these guys and stuff. Um. So I'm actually from uh, North Carolina, and uh, so I'm, have you said where you're at? I don't want to say say where you're I'm from Florida. Okay, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say that a lot of people. I don't know how much yeah. you... No, I think they know that, yeah, yeah. But uh so living in Florida now, I moved down here because I was getting married actually to be with my wife but because uh, she's doing school and stuff. Oh, down here. So um she's going to be an ultrasound technician. So when she's oh, done with oh, that, I'm about to be a stay at home husband, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's that's, gonna make yeah, good that's money. No, nah, but uh so I got to know a lot of these people when I came down here, but obviously I don't have a lot of people that I know from back home. Um, I was born and raised in North Carolina like, all my life. I mean I was eighteen years Went to the military for a couple of years, came home for a little bit, and then came to Florida. So most of my life has been in North Carolina. So, But um, I wasn't, didn't really have much time to do a bachelor party. And then there was a First Friday thing going on. And Max here was like, oh, we should uh, do a bachelor party. I think he threw it out as a joke, really, to be yeah. honest. But then I was like, why not? And then he was <laughs> like, well, let's get it together. Then. <laughs> and it just started from there. I mean, we, we I think about two months prior to me getting married, we, that was when that got brought up. And then the, we like the next month, it was kind of like talk. Nothing really serious happened. And then at one point, it was kind of like, okay, are we doing this? And I was like, yeah, we're doing this. So this man got an Airbnb. <laughs> and then we had, how, how many people do you think? Uh, I'm trying to count them in my head. Oh, my gosh. me, Dude. you, Chuck, Chuck, Dave. Dave, uh, Waleed, mm-hmm.
0: Jimmy, Zach, Marcel. Okay. Uh, it was a lot of people.
1: I think at least the first night. It was, like, at least oh, like yeah. 10, 11, 12 people. There was like at least 12 people, I want to yeah. say, or 10 people. Yeah. Oh, and seven, then, ten. well, we got the Airbnb for the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, it was... And then I did, Michael Morgan. It, you know, it was about four or five of us actually stayed the actual weekend, yeah. uh, uh, pitched in for the Airbnb and stuff, because uh, some other people came out the next day. But it was fun. I mean, we, we met up at this Airbnb. Everybody, it was, like, right by the beach in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. So, we we're we like pregame everything that we usually do Played some smash bros in the oh man that was that was really fun too just drinking playing some smash bros mario kart bros. stuff and then it was time the to bike. head out yeah, yeah oh was, we had the boxing gloves too man. oh my god i forgot about the boxing gloves that was fun too oh man i still got that video of us boxing too oh jeez <laughs> that was fucking. we were drunk we as hell yeah. and we were boxing that was fun. You we like, had, they made a circle made yeah a circle. it was like a circle around us i think you who'd you box before me it was chuck okay I mean, so you boxed chucks for, yeah. and then you boxed, you boxed me like right after i don't know what's yeah. wrong with this man doing two matches right back right, to back. Right it's right crazy alcohol was, was fueling through his blood at the moment oh my god it was it was yeah, through it all of like i was staying alive <laughs> <laughs> but but it was fun we were i mean if you look at the video you can tell we're hammered oh, we're yeah. not properly boxing at all whatsoever no. we're just what you the you got a question. good you got a good knock
0: on me though i think in one of the videos you did on
1: me too i remember it uh, yeah it was fun though that was fun it was super fun i think uh um the night in St. Pete was probably the best part though. yeah that was, that was crazy oh, yeah. just bar hopping I think oh, we nice. went to Parks and Rec first is what I want to say we went yeah is that we went yeah because we wanted to dance that's right yeah we are dancing oh first, yeah because right. I'm a I break dance if anybody knows I'm not like a pro by any means I mean I know what I'm doing but I'm like <laughs> I don't know how to do anything super super crazy but I can move a little bit so I was like I want to and I like to dance so I was like well let's go dancing I was a little bit buzzed and stuff at the time so we went out and I think at one point we had, like, a circle around, like, our entire oh, group. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it, was, it wasn't, like, d- just, like... Everybody, we it were was, basically the life of that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just that. me by any means. I mean, it was, like, I mean I, I went in, like, I was spinning on the floor or whatever. And then, like, yeah. I would hop out and, like, throw you in. And yeah. then you would hop out and throw Dave in or something. And, it and was then, everybody just doing something. It was just a good time, man. We had, like, like a then, whole circle, yeah. a of people our entire group. People jumping in. Yeah, other people our started people jumping people in, started too. In. Yeah.
0: And then we did the conga line. Oh, yeah, so I forgot I about the conga lines. line.
1: I don't think that worked out it very well. Yeah, that one wasn't no. the best. But. That's funny. So I'll, I'll say that because so I recommended the conga line because I've only ever done two conga lines at a club before. <laughs> it's not the best idea on paper, but the only other time I've done it, I was hanging out at a bar with uh, one of my buddies from the military when I was in there. Mm-hmm. And one of my buddies was like, it was just me, him, and another dude. So it was only three of us, even less people than we had. <laughs> and it was, he, uh, my buddy was like, Oh, we should, do a, we should do a conga line, man. Uh, we're all drunk. We're like We should do a conga line. I'm like, no, that's dumb. That's not going to work. He's like, just try it. I'm like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? So we get in this conga line, just us three. We're going like all the way around the dance floor. And then I'm in front, so I don't know anything that's behind me. And so uh, we get, I think, about halfway or full around the dance floor one time. And I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Nobody's here. But I turn around, and we have like a line wrapped around halfway the dance floor. Oh, man. And I was like, "Oh shit!" So I hopped back in. <laughs> so I was like, "We should do that again." Where we like, it, didn't, it didn't work out the yeah. second time. It didn't work out there.
0: That's what happens when you do, <laughs> when you are the first
1: one though. You don't even know. You don't how even know if it's gonna work it's out. You know, like, you just got to go for it. Yeah. I guess that's what a lot of things like that end up though. But it was it was fun. We we bar hopped a little bit more. I think one thing that was funny was uh we were outside of was it Saigon? I think at a cigar place. Yeah. Down there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We were outside oh, saw, there, yeah. and then some guys. This is a fun, just a funny story. I, I'll I, I'll never forget it, which is hilarious. But uh, these guys, like, we were random people talking to us and stuff. And then I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm here for my bachelor party. They we were like, You're getting fucking married? I was like, Yeah, I'm getting married. And so they were like, Hold up, we're gonna buy your shop. What do you like? And I was like, I like tequila. You know, I fuck <laughs> with tequila. And so they're like, okay, hold up a second. They leave. And it's like it's been like 30 minutes. I haven't even heard I thought I was like, oh they're bullshit whatever, let them do their thing. They show up half an hour later with a shot of tequila. Together. And then the, they're like, dude, we didn't forget about you, man. So I sit there with like like three or four dudes and say I mean it's not the smartest option, of course. They could have done anything they wanted to add nah. to that drink, of course. So But they did it. Do as I say, not as I do. But it was it was fun. It was just crazy that they came back yeah. like that. They give some good vibes there. There's good vibes and then Sometimes it's not so good vibes. Mm-hmm. It and just depends people. on the day. to go. That was a good night, though. I mean, nobody got mad. Nobody got like into fights or anything like that. No, no bouncers no were dicks. Police, yeah. No police. That's a big thing. That was um, that was good. I think. And then the next day we were just hungover shit. And then the <sighs> Airbnb, yeah. you know, the Airbnb had bikes. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. So the, the Airbnb had bikes, and me and I did it twice. I did it with Max, and then I did it with Chuck. But uh, we the beach was like a ten minute bike ride down the road. So we hopped on these bikes and biked all the way down to the beach. Then uh, just, like, chill on the beach for, like, half an hour, I would say. Did some, like, get a pull-up bars and yeah, stuff down there. Right. Yeah, um, But it was just a good little time get some exercise and stuff and sweat out the hangover. Oh, man. That's the healthiest way to do it. Most people don't do that. Mm-hmm. They just suffer in their bed. Yeah. No, dude, you yeah. just got to get up and just live your life. Yeah. Oh, dude, one thing I want to talk about, though, is the fucking Uber ride. Oh, do you no. that? Oh, yeah. That so, night, so
0: that night. That was the bad
1: part. No hate to Uber because, okay, you know what? Fuck it. hate to Uber, I will never buy an Uber again because so, we left. And, you know, the way that we do it with our friend group, it's just kind of like one person gets the Uber to there and back or whatever. And you kind of just switch off. Don't let the same person do it every time. It's kind of like an honor system type thing. You just kind of help each other out. Well, this time I was like, I'll get it. You know, it's my bachelor party. Everybody's already been doing a whole bunch of stuff. I'll get the Uber back. I mean it's it's a five minute ride, you know, it's like a twenty minute twenty buck uh not even like probably like thirteen dollars Uber. Yeah, we were really close with the Airbnb. Yeah, Yeah, it was very close. Well the Airbnb was very close to all the bars and stuff at St. Pete. So we get this Airbnb, go back, everything nothing happened. We just got in the car and then got to Airbnb and got out. Have enjoyed the rest of the night. I woke up the next morning to a hundred and fifty dollar charge from Uber for a cleaning service. Yeah. And then no For picture. anybody that's wondering, Uber customer service is probably the worst thing in the entire universe of customer service. It was literally the only thing that you could do was the app itself, and it was a bot. It was yeah. no like actual person. I try. you know, like a lot of times they'll have stuff like that, mm-hmm. but if you look through it, you can find it's like insane. a person that you yeah. can call or what. No, this one literally had just it was just a bot. You could not talk to anybody. Uh-oh. So I was messaging it was all day the first day. I was trying to get in contact with them took forever. Finally, someone got in contact and then when I finally got them to give me a refund because the, called, for instance, yeah. there was no cleaning service needed. Nobody puked in the car or anything yeah, inside the car. Yeah, we called everybody. We texted call. everybody and was like, hey, did anybody do anything in the Uber that was uh, with me last night? And Nobody said they did anything so we knew. So this guy, whoever was running the Uber just completely fucked us over. He's just like, oh, oh yeah. people are drunk. They like just charge Cleaning service. Also, even, even if you look so probably, I'll I'll segue into the next part of this. If you look in their cleaning service, uh, like part of their terms of conditions or whatever, yeah, it's typically only a twenty buck charge. And somehow this dude had charged like I guess he said that he needed one hundred fifty dollars to clean his car for whatever some yeah, completely yeah. invisible mess that was made in that car. <laughs> but uh, so because of that, when I finally got the refund, they only refunded me twenty dollars of the hundred fifty. Of the hundred fifty, you're kidding me. I'm not joking. Oh they only God. did uh, 20 bucks. And so then I was fighting with them. And I was I, like, I remember I texted I'll I the bot again. And I was like, hey, they only refunded me 20. It was 150 bucks. And they were like, check it. And it was like, check your thing. It has been refunded. But I was like, no, it hasn't. Not the full amount. But I think it took all day. And then like half of that next day. So it took like two days basically of me fighting with Uber customer service. And they finally got me my 150 bucks back. Holy shit, man. It was funny. That's. It yeah, was, I
0: remember it, you were fighting with it all day, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're like, I mean, it kind
1: of like killed the mood of the next day, you know, because yeah, I was we I was just in a shitty mood about that. I mean, I tried yeah. to still hung out and had a good time and stuff. Like, I think we played cardboard and stuff when Mike came over. Yeah, you know, that was fun. That was. That was but fun. uh I mean, it was a good day. I just kind of soiled the whole thing, you know. I mean, yeah, who I mean, wants a random? One hundred fifty for no, no reason. Charge didn't even have a picture. No, nah, I mean it was, it was no, like... no evidence shown or nothing no. like that. It was just the dude was able to just charge one hundred fifty bucks for no reason, and it went through, which is uns- which is like just crazy. It really is crazy. You know what probably sucks too is he probably still got to keep that hundred fifty. It was just from Uber itself. Oh. Guy got refunded, so he probably still got to keep it. He just knew how to work the system or whatever. Fuck that guy. And then he just gave
0: you like. A full day of work to just get your texts and everything. Dude, it was hell,
1: dude, trying to fight with Uber. Uber customer service is horrible, if anybody's wondering. If you ever get something like that happen to you, just prepare to have a whole day or two to fight with them about <laughs> that. Because I mean, I would text them and it would take like 45 minutes at best, or maybe a couple of hours for for it to bomb. get a response. Oh my God. And I'm like, why? It just didn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I've been going to Lyft or L Y F T. Yeah, Lyft, yeah. Yeah. That one was uh. That one's been treating me kind of nice because they got the mm-hmm. fifty minute wait and you save like five bucks every time. Really? If you do like a little fifty minute wait.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Especially if you're not like in a rush or anything. Yeah.
0: So we can call it lift when we go to Rugged Maniac.
1: Oh yeah, we should definitely do that.
0: Rugged Maniac. Oh yeah, I forgot. We, we ever, should uh, talk about that. Yeah. One thing that we're doing together mm-hmm. as a little co-workers thing, mm-hmm. just a few of us, me, Chuck and me
1: cam yeah. i we think we might get dg uh, i know dg said he probably wasn't gonna be able to, he said it was gonna come to the, the last minute if yeah. he was gonna be able to do it or not yeah no. basically That's, it's a uh it's a 5k mud run kind of spartan race type thing it's just super it's it looked interesting i found it right here and locally. yeah yeah it's right here locally it's in tampa actually so i found it and i've always wanted to do one so i asked all the guys around work i was like hey you guys want to do this it's uh cheap now you know you get you go ahead and get your ticket it gets a little expensive on the way to it yeah. but and I, you got the promo code so got i got the pro prom- i got a when i signed up i got them a promo code so i got them five bucks off so that was cool it was supposed to get me five bucks refunded i never haven't seen those five bucks from these guys yet but maybe they'll give it to you when you uh when the day of. maybe i'm not exactly sure how that works it, it's five bucks i don't really care i, I paid either way i'm gonna do it yeah but yeah i mean it's, it's like what 26 obstacles when we looked at it the other day yeah or 30 i thought Really, I, I can't remember some, how much it was. A, crazy it was mid twenties to like thirty. It was somewhere in a around. In five k, so it's yeah. like I mean, it's a couple of miles. It's, it's like three three point one miles. Three point one miles. Yeah. They have like twenty six yeah. obstacles. I mean, like, I, you are gonna wait in line a little bit at some obstacles, not every single one. So you have a a break per se, um, but you're still gonna be <clears> physically active the entire time. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I've been trying to get. I've been getting back in the gym uh i know you guys have been trying to as well We're trying yeah. yeah i've been mainly just trying to build my endurance back up i mean I'm, when i first started back i was like I've been, I've been out of the gym for like a while so i, I was like i've run like half a mile and i was dead yeah and now i can get to like two and i'm like still pretty good so i'm pretty sure i'm good for a 5k yeah the 5k that's yeah. about where it is if you can yeah. run constantly for Two miles, I'd yeah. say you're and it's all not right. gonna be that fast. You're gonna pace yourself a little bit on the way too. It especially trying to like keep with everybody and stuff. So yeah. Uh, I mean don't get me wrong, it used to be physically demanding. <laughs> I mean you got all the obstacles to go through. I that think could... like another you know, only other big thing I've been working on is my grip strength. Doing a whole bunch of pull ups and stuff like that. I yeah, know man. Chuck's been talking about that a lot too. It, been trying we, to get yeah. This. The grip strength mm-hmm. is
0: very important. It's, it's very especially with a lot of the obstacles they have there. A lot of those obstacles look like American warrior.
1: Oh yeah, looking, I mean it's it's crazy. It's not on that level of American Ninja Warrior, but it's it definitely yeah like early season one American Ninja <laughs> Warrior is what it's like. Did you look at American Ninja Warrior now? Have you seen? I haven't seen it recently. it, it gotta... is you have got to look that up. Like some of the craziest things I've seen is like you have a bar and it's like a, a hook, and it's like five feet from you, or whatever, and you're like on the hooks and you have to fling, take the bar off and then fling it on the other oh, hook. It's what? like stuff like Behind that. You? Yeah, or like it's like a. It's like a little like wood platform or like basically something for you to grab onto, you know. Uh-huh. And it's like that thing. It's like it's like it's... the inch of like the top of your finger. And you have to fling from those, each one to another one, and hold your grip strength. Uh... You gotta do it at, like three or four of them. Yeah, dude. I would just splash in the water. Yeah, I, I couldn't would. do that. Like I remember like seeing early season one American Ninja Warrior and thinking like, oh, I could do some of that stuff, you know. Yeah. Like just jumping across the platforms, like the the hardest, the, the, the warth wall, wall, you know, yeah, stuff like that. La- but now awesome. I'm like, I, don't, I ain't getting packs off like a one, man. This is insane. Because, well, because obviously people started to get good at all that stuff, so they had to make it harder every season, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But, like, now anybody that has always wanted to get into it, it's just okay, well, now I'm screwed. Yeah, now it's out of your league. You ever tried one of those, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, was That was the bar where it's like, it's a pull-up bar, but it's got, like, little pegs, and you have to, like, fling A salmon hook or something like I that? I can't That's remember, yeah, called. but it's like it's like seven or eight of the, like, little, like. And, I saw yeah, that yeah, one. You know yeah, I'm talking you you about. Like, yeah, you have to, like, pull yourself up and then fling the bar to the mm-hmm. next one and just climb this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried to do that. Good. That's probably one of the harder ones. Like, even, like, I mean, that was I in, like, that. early American Endwear. But, like, that is, I tried to do it one time and I fell. <laughs> I couldn't oh, do it. yeah, dude, I bet. Trying to get the timing on that thing, it's so hard. You have to, I mean, just the control
0: you'd have to have. Mm-hmm. And then that's just one of, that's, like, halfway through the, uh. Mm-hmm
1: through the exactly man obstacle course it's, it's a bunch of just endurance at that point you yeah, just gotta man. be able. i mean you you even see like these people will train for months building obstacles in their backyard yeah. and stuff like oh crazy God, yeah. and then you'll see them and they're like they'll be taking breaks in between <laughs> obstacles because they're that exhausted i mean imagine somebody that isn't hasn't That's trained so that much for it. you're gonna fail on obstacle two. Oh my gosh man it's great and then trying to compete on speed with those people too exactly crazy yeah. Because it is a speed thing too. Yeah. To qualify for a lot of stuff, you have to get in a certain time. time. Oh, that's but yeah. insane. Man. But yeah, Rugged Maniac, it's uh, it's coming up. I think it's what? Like two weeks away now.
0: Oh my god, is it really? No, yeah. we're in the same month now.
1: Oh yeah, my god. We're in the same month now. It's uh, the fifteenth. Yeah. So I think or it's two it's weeks.
0: Thirteen days. Yeah.
1: Holy is it today the second? Oh yeah. yeah. T- yesterday was the first. Actually. Yesterday was April actually. Fool's. I was day. thinking today it was April Fool's Day. You getting any pranks? Didn't oh prank dude, you? like I had, I didn't get any pranks, but like my Twitter was just. Oh,
0: full Screw of that.
1: people like just completely like one thing that I saw so uh, I don't know if anybody's ever oh it's a pretty big game people but like, if anybody's the God of War series oh yeah a yeah, yeah. huge gaming series or whatever but uh, Santa Monica Studios the people that run the game they have a Twitter and they posted on April 1st they were like you've all been waiting for it you've all been asking for it here's an HD collection of every single God of War game from God of War 1 to the newest game or whatever it was yesterday and I was like oh my god and I was like that's a prank. It's no <laughs> April first, oh, and if you go man. on their Twitter now, it's deleted <laughs> because yeah. it was it was an April Fool's prank. Oh, dude, that probably got so many people. There was so it was so much like just what was jokes. the one?
0: There was some people. Oh, I saw the Sour Patch Kids one. Sour I didn't Patch see Kids see that, were one. Like, oh, that one. oh, we discontinued. We're first we're sour, now we're sweet, now we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's what they, that's what they were saying,
0: and I don't know who bought that one, but that one was funny.
1: Um, funny. One thing I I need to follow up with it. Because I don't know if it was real or not, to be honest. But it was a uh, a Naruto movie was announced on yes, April 1st. Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't know if that was real or not. It's, it would say it was coming out in October of this year. Yeah, I have no have to, idea if that was real or not. But I, I need to follow this. up on that. Yeah. I yeah. Know, I'm a huge Naruto fan. Naruto's – I'm literally wearing a Naruto hat right now. If anybody's watching, I'll show you. <laughs> it's uh Itachi hat whatever. But it's uh... – that's my favorite anime, so, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, I need to follow up with it. I really do. Yeah. So i thinking about it now. That's a, yeah, that is a pretty, that would be pretty important.
0: It would be pretty cool. I, uh, dude, those days, those April Fool's days now are, mm-hmm. like, upside-down worlds. Dude, it's crazy. And I always, like, it's funny because recently, I mean, over the past three years, if you've been alive, mm-hmm. it's always felt like an upside-down world since <laughs> COVID started and everything. Yeah.
1: And, everything uh, just changed after COVID, man. Yeah. It was like COVID was the biggest April Fool's prank <laughs> that ever. Was such except an it April just kept Fool's you know, you kept going. Yeah,
0: exactly, man. And that's just like now you kinda look around, and you're like, Am I being pranked? Is this real life or is this just prank?
1: Yeah. I made a joke about it. I was like, there's no sense in celebrating April Fool's Day since uh every day since I was born has been a joke.
0: <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> that's funny, man. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, Cam. Mm hmm. Um we touched on most of the things that we wanted to talk about is Mm -hmm. there anything that you wanted to to discuss i have a question i have a few questions we can go over Mm -hmm. i've recently i've been ending episodes with uh who do you what do you expect out of a stranger Mm -hmm. what do you expect out of a friend and what do you expect out of your family okay
1: that's a good one actually i like that um we can go over those. Uh, strangers, uh, just don't be a dick, man. I mean, there's no reason to be a dick to people that you don't know. I mean, I get the uh, like, oh, I don't know them. There's no reason yeah, for me not oh, to think about it. Repercussions, I'm right, like, dude, dude, there's no reason for you to be like that in life. You're not going to get anything out of that except for selfish gain that's not going to amount to anything whatsoever. It's just be nice to your stranger, man. I mean, be courteous. It, it could come back in the long run. Oh, it always does. I feel mean, like, yeah. As far as a friend, I mean, like, similar situation, be nice to your friends, be there for your friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're friends, generally, like, if you have that status, whatever you want to call it, yeah. those people, just, uh, I mean, own up to it. You know what I mean? If, if a friend needs to help, help them out. Obviously, you're not going to be able to be there for everybody's mm-hmm. calling back, but, you know what I mean? Just just try to be it's, – it's in the name. Be friendly. You know yeah. Know I mean? Oh, yeah, man. That's and good. It, I think a family is probably the biggest thing. It's – uh. Be a good whatever role in your family is, if that makes any sense. I'm going to be in my, my, my personal family. I won't get into it here, obviously, but we, it's a lot of uh, bad things, you know, <laughs> like just fathers not wanting to be fathers. My father's amazing, by the yeah. way. Let's get that out of the way. I'm just saying other people in my extended family. Fathers not wanting to be fathers just and people just not wanting to own up to their family role and stuff. So, like, just – well, if you're gonna be a part of a family and you're gonna or even start one, maybe. Yeah. Just do it right. Don't don't do it for your own need. If we have a family, try to take care of one another. That is one of those things where you try to be there for one another as much as, as you can. Oh yeah. But one thing I also wanna segue from that is family are still people. That's one thing you have to understand a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely be there for your family. Family is family and always try to be there for everyone, but family is still people. I definitely got people in my family that are not family anymore. If that uh, yeah. makes any sense, I, I mean, know. you gotta understand that. Like, yeah, I it's get their family, strange. but they're still human beings, yeah. and some human beings are just shitty fucking people. And that's how it works. And that you have to, true. you have to understand that it's okay to just cut that off at one point and be like, "Look, I'm not gonna surround myself with this kind of." Uh, yeah, I've hit my limit. Behavior. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't really matter if at that point if they're family, if they're blood, or anything like that. You have to be able to understand it. That at the end of the day, they're still a human being, and they can still be a horrible human being to you, regardless of if family or not and you have that right to cut that person out of your life definitely dude that is a really good answer man, yeah, man. I, really like I think that. i think a lot of people need to understand that because yeah i see a lot of like oh they're family you, you can't you, you can't turn your back that, on family and yeah. yeah to an extent that is perfectly right don't turn your back on family at least at the first time but like sometimes people just there just no there's just no hope for them yeah. it's a, If if they're going to get fixed it's going to be on them it's not going to be on you or anybody around them. It's going to be on them. And that's what you have to learn at that point. Yeah. Going from Thank that, though, well, I'm actually curious. What's your answers for friend, stranger, and family? Yeah. Okay. Thank I you. Hear, I want to hear what you want to say about that. I will say. I feel like a lot of, I feel like you ask a lot of the questions. Let's see what happens yeah. <laughs> when people First, ask you the questions. Turntables. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So how, what I expect out of a stranger is uh, honesty. Honesty. Not honesty. I expect somebody, I expect to, like, hear their side. I do mm-hmm. want to hear what they have to say, and I mm-hmm. expect them to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know me, but you have but you have some sort of...
1: Uh, like an open mind? Yeah, that the thing? open yeah. mind. That's
0: yeah. kind of what I expect out of a
1: stranger. That's a good one, yeah.
0: Even, like, I've never met you, but I will hear you out. Obviously, I'm being more distant, and I'm not going to uh, completely trust if you tell me, oh, yeah... I need a hundred dollars to go feed my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, uh, trust you, but I do, I do want to hear what you have to say. Um, and I expect them to do the same for me. Yeah. Um, out of a friend, I expect, you know, I expect you to be honest with me behind my back and, it, and with me. That's a good one. I expect you yeah. to, you know, tell me, like, if we're going to be friends, you're going to have to tell me. You're going to have to be completely honest with me, mm-hmm. and I will be there for you. I'll, I'll, like, you know, hang out with you, and I'll answer questions if you want to look for advice, or if I need advice from you, I would like you to give me your best uh, your best foot forward.
1: Well, there's nothing worse than a snake friend. Yeah, there's no. people that will be your friend in front of you, but then behind your back, they're just... Not. Oh, that, they're just they're completely just bad talking. mouthing you, yeah. or just fucking you over behind the back. It's just the entire time. Yeah, they're that's, some of the worst people really, in life.
0: Yeah, you're not my friend after that.
1: No, so not that at all, dude. That. Yeah, we're gonna be a uh, yeah. It, it,